Kia ora Tefano, Grant Whitbourne here and welcome back to the Starting in Dareo Māori podcast. It's great to have you along. I'm really excited to be bringing you this episode today. I hope you're well, I hope you're safe and I hope you're healthy at home during this time. It's currently April 2020 if you're listening at some point in the future and at this stage we've got Fano in New Zealand, well all of New Zealand uh, under a state of lockdown due to the COVID-19 crisis. If you're in Australia, we're also in uh, essentially a lockdown, not quite as strict as New Zealand, but these are different times. These are trying times for everyone out there. So I really appreciate you taking out the time, uh, taking the time out of your day to jump onto this podcast and check out the episode. So you've probably seen the introduction or the, the title for this episode and Today we're going to be looking at three questions. Now these are three random questions that have recently come up in the Starting in Dodel Maldi Facebook group, the private Facebook group. So if you haven't already, please do jump on there on Facebook and check it out. Make sure you hit the join button. We've got over 25,000 people in there now, which is just phenomenal. I, I think it's probably the, the largest Dodel Maldi focused Facebook group um, that is uh, that, that exists today. So it's really cool to see that. Uh, we've got beginners in there, much like possibly yourself, um, people that are a bit more advanced, and we've got people that are you know, fluent speakers that do offer some really great advice and great input to uh, the various questions that get raised and to the queries that people put forward. There's the opportunity to ask questions, to respond to questions, to see different uh, experiences and thoughts that people have, and sometimes it's just people sharing um, their views, sometimes it's them sharing different waiata, just interesting things that are Tadeo Māori focused. So please, if you're not already, make sure you jump over and check out the group. So the three questions that we're going to go over today, they are beginner-based questions and there is, um, it, it's not just simply responding with a, a one-line answer, there, there is a little bit more thought to go into some of these and that's why I picked them specifically today to share with you. So we're going to go through these three questions. Now the first question was a translation question where somebody had uh, asked, I'm not going to share any names, we'll just go through the questions uh, in isolation. Someone had asked for a translation to the following terms or the following phrases. Now, these are two-word phrases. The first one was natural health. The second one was earth's medicine. The third one was nature's way. And the fourth one was traditional healing. Now, if we look at these phrases uh, together, these are phrases that we would typically see in, in English um, possibly focused around health and well-being, you know, a practitioner that's looking at offering some sort of services, um, you know, helping people with their health, helping them on their health journey, all those sorts of things. And the question was, what are some translations for these different words, or these different phrases? Now, we've been presented with four phrases, and possibly the expectation is that there'll be four different ways that we can say this in Tadeo Māori. And I think this comes around from the idea that you know, when we have a phrase, we have something in English that we can simply just find some words in the target language, say in Tareo Māori, and we can, we can push those across and suddenly we've got four new phrases that are in Tareo Māori. When we look at all these phrases... Uh, from you know a, a bit more of a high level, we can see that they're kind of all saying the same thing. 
natural health, earth's medicine, nature's way, traditional healing. In English, we can say all these sorts of things in multiple different ways, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we need to break it down into just as many meanings in te reo Māori. And if we break these down, if we break these uh, these phrases down and uh, look at the intention behind them, there, there really is only one. Uh, I, I think there's only one phrase, or there is one phrase that sums them all up uh, very succinctly and very nicely, um, and that is rongoa Māori. Rongoa Māori. We're talking about uh, health. So again, the phrase is natural health, earth's medicine, nature's way, traditional healing. Most people know the kupu rongoa, meaning um, medicine, treatment, you know, along those sorts of lines of um, helping people with their health. And I, I've used the kupu Māori there in the sense of the 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 small M, not the capital M. And, and that kupu essentially means ordinary, um, normal, natural. So we, we're kind of saying there with rongoa Māori, we're just talking about medicine that is normal. And from a Fakaro Māori perspective, um, back before uh, Pākehā came to New Zealand, that, that was what our, our medicine was. It was just normal medicine. Um, it, it, it may have uh, come from our tohunga, it may have come from uh, the ocean, it may have come from the land, the bush, all those sorts of things. And I think that's a really simple way to summarise all those uh, phrases that we've been presented in in English, natural health, earth's medicine, nature's way, traditional healing. We can all sort of, we can capture them all under that single umbrella phrase of rongoa Māori. And if you have been through the post and you've seen the post online, you will see that uh, that, that rongoa Māori phrase has been the response from a number of people. So I think it's a really good example where we can sort of stop and think before we're trying to look at translating words, it's it's always really good to have a look at the the context around what's trying to be conveyed, what message is trying to be conveyed. Rather than looking at the individual words, let's look at the idea that's being presented. Let's look at um, what the thought process is behind that and see if we can find something that that exists already within te reo Māori, in te ao Māori, that aligns with that. So rather than looking at translating words, we're really translating the the uh, the idea of what's being said. And I think that is something that <clears throat> can be, I've seen it in a number of different contexts and I've seen this, uh, this come up a number of times within the group. And I, I think it's just a really good way if you're learning, not always to just look at the words and try and translate the words. Let's have a look around what the intent is of what's being said and what's being asked. So that's a bit of a recap on question one. So that was the translation question. Moving on to question two. Now, this question was a basic one. It was uh, another translation question around how was your sleep and how do we say that in te reo Māori? If we look at uh, the, the, the four words in that sentence, how was your sleep? If we looked at how, um, you may be aware that the, the word for that, the kupu Māori for that is pehia, uh, we can look at the word your, which would be to, the T-O with the little macron on top. Sleep, we know as moe. And 
there's a, a word in there was so how was your sleep so something that happened in the past past tense and for past tense we can use uh, the phrase or the, the kupu i just the simple i so if we wanted to translate that directly we could say how was your sleep ipe hia to moe ipe hia to moe i past tense was pehia how to your sleep moe and if we we said those kupu in the uh, in english it might be phrased more like uh, was how your sleep rather than how was your sleep so that's one way we can say it now i wanted to introduce a kupuho a new word that you may or may not be aware of um, and that is the kupu o a u now i'm not talking about o as in the pronoun that we use when we're talking about for instance o or aho me kue you ia him or her no i'm talking about o in the word that describes good but it's specific to sleep so we can use this word o to describe sleep as being good and we can put it in a question to ask whether sleep was good it means good specifically to sleep so we couldn't use this to ask how someone's day was or you know how in response to how someone is feeling that's not the right context for using this this is specific to sleep only so another way we could ask this question rather than how was your sleep we could introduce the word oh and we could look at saying rather than how was your sleep we could say something along the lines of was your sleep good did you have a sound sleep we looked at the structure of how was your sleep now what we can do there is simply take out the word and drop the word o in there and we can ask it in we can we can sound it to be more of an uh, to be more of a question so eo you know we've kind of got that that upward inflection towards the end there but that's a nice little simple way where we can introduce a a kupuho a new word that is specific to sleep into the sentence to and i think it helps to just to embellish the language a little bit more it helps to embellish what we're saying just that little bit extra and and um you know i, I think it's just a little bit nicer than than sticking with pia plus if you've never used or heard of the word o before you've now got a new word that you can put in your kit so that was question two um asking how was your sleep and we said how was your sleep alternately we could say something like was your sleep good did you have a good sleep so a good little way to embellish that question a little bit further now question three our final question was around uh, inviting someone to your house and uh, how specifically how would you say welcome to our house or welcome to our home that was uh, that was the question now a lot of the responses uh, were very similar and you know like i said before at the start of the episode we do get lots of really insightful responses from people and the the, the most common sort of response that came up was no mai ki tomato fare no mai ki 
Tomato Fare, which basically means welcome to our house. No my meaning welcome. Ki meaning the direction towards or an indication towards something. Tomato our fare house. So welcome to our house, which is you know, I think that's great. It's a very simple uh, way to say it. Um, the the translation that I offered, which was a little bit different, was no mai ki to tato fare. So the difference there being to mato versus to tato. Now, there's a there's a reason I've used that, and <clears throat> I've. I think when we use tomato, it it makes sense from a literal perspective. We're saying to someone, an outsider, welcome to our house, welcome to this house that's ours. When we say tomato, it means our house, not your house. So it's a it's uh, it's a kupu that helps to uh, distinguish between what's yours and what's mine. Now, um, I've I've used tato because I think it 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 helps to solidify that element of inclusiveness, and uh, you know when we say tato, it helps to build inclusiveness for that other person, and I think this is particularly important when we're talking about something that is going to be of a shared nature, something that we're going to do together, something that we're going to use together, something that becomes um, reciprocal between those two people that are talking. So I, I think tomato uh, would be really sufficient if you know we were talking uh, about our house. Like say we're, we're having a conversation with some with someone and we're talking about our house um, and you know maybe we've, we've done some work on our house. Like that would be an appropriate way to say that this is our house. Whereas when we're inviting someone in, that person is then becoming part of our whare and becoming part of our house and the time that we're going to spend together is now shared and it's together and that's where we can start to introduce that kupu um, tato so to tato whare so while while that guest is here you know like similar to when we're welcoming our manuhiri um, the, they come on and they're going to come into our house and we're going to uh, share our time together share our kai together share our korero together so for me, it only makes sense that tōtātō um, fare would be the most appropriate way to say that, particularly when we're welcoming someone to our house. And that can be used for a whole whole range of other things whenever we're doing something of an inclusive nature where we're, we're sort of taking something that's ours and we're sharing it with someone. It, it, it stops being an element of ours and it, it, it becomes inclusive. It comes, becomes um, a belonging to both of us that are, are engaging in that shared experience. So um, just a little fakaro. Uh, I've heard this um, a few different times in the past just um, relating to other uh, similar scenarios and uh, it's something that just you know really clicked with me and it's something that when I saw this question, um, I, it, it immediately came to the front of mind that this would be the most appropriate way to say this. Rather than tō mato, we would say tō tātou whare. 
So that's it, folks. That's uh, our three questions um, that were in the group, our translation around rongoa Māori and how that can be a, a simplified way to talk about those other phrases, natural health, earth's medicine, nature's way and traditional healing, talking about sleep and how we can embellish that question of how is your sleep by introducing the kupu o, i o tomoe, and how we can embellish the phrase welcome to our house. No mai ki tō Hope you got something out of this lesson. Hope you got something out of those three questions. Like I said at the start of the episode, please make sure if you haven't already, jump across to the Facebook group. There's a lot of people in there, a lot of great knowledge and um, some really good opportunities there for you to learn, not only from me, but from all those other people that do contribute. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you next time and enjoy your day. Kia ora.